Samaritan Woman at the Well by Hichi. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know, we worship what we do know, for salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshippers will worship the Father in the Spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshippers the Father seeks. God is Spirit, and His worshippers must worship in the Spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When He comes, He will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am He. New International Version. Jesus and the Samaritan Woman by He Chi. Many years ago, I was the pastor of a small congregation north of Detroit, Michigan. Many of the people in the community viewed the big city as a place of disrepute. So, they avoided going into the heart of the great city as much as possible. The locale of Samaria was viewed much the same way by many Jews back in Christ's day. Samaritans were seen as untrustworthy, a mongrel people with a mix of Jewish and ancient Assyrian blood. And their religion was most suspect of all, an amalgam of Jewish and Gentile practices. Jesus, however, didn't avoid the territory. He confidently walked through Samaria and had no problem stopping to rest on his journey in a foreign area. That's because Jesus didn't class people into groups, nor did he attach adjectives to people, such as those Samaritans. Jesus had no obstacles between himself and others. Which is why an organic conversation happened between Jesus and a Samaritan woman. Christ simply saw a human being who happened to be a woman and a Samaritan. He acknowledged both her gender and her ethnicity without those being a problem. Not even Christ's knowledge of her string of husbands was a problem in conversing with her. Every time I read this narrative of Jesus interacting with the Samaritan woman, I wonder and use my imagination about all the nonverbal communication. I am sure the conversation was as much about Christ's effect, gestures, and tone of voice, as it was his well-placed words. I fully believe his verbal and nonverbal communication was perfectly congruent with each other, giving the woman a compelling sense that her ultimate needs could be met with the living well of a person in front of her. Water gives life. And Jesus, as living water, gives new life. A bunch of failed relationships testify to the woman's dissatisfaction. Even though we hear no more about her after this story in the Bible, we as readers get the overwhelming sense that the woman finally found satisfaction. The love which kept slipping through her fingers now had staying power. I am sure the Samaritan woman discovered true worship, in spirit and in truth. 
I still remember my first encounter, at least my first aware experience, with the living Christ. I am quite sure Jesus was near me for a long time, without me knowing His presence. Words will never truly capture the overwhelming sense of love, acceptance, mercy, kindness, and deep satisfaction, a contentment and gratification which has stuck with me now for decades. Messiah, Savior, is an apt term for Jesus. He certainly saved me for myself. And Christ has never left me nor forsaken me, always there, always available, always loving with both tender love and tough love. I'm glad that Jesus didn't consider this earth like the city of Detroit, a place to avoid, but willingly came to encounter people like the Samaritan woman, and me. And this is the basis of true worship. Have faith in me, and you will have life-giving water flowing from deep inside you, just as the Scriptures say. John 7:38, Sev. Lord Jesus, Son of God, Savior of humanity, there is a river flowing straight from your heart into mine, replenishing, renewing, sustaining. May you, as living water, be persistent in me, breaking through every barrier in its path. Send this hydropower through the dark crevices of my heart like a mighty flood overcoming and pushing everything out of the way that blocks its path. I want my heart to be washed clean of any debris cluttering and blocking your life-giving flow. May your love overflow onto your people, your grace, your mercy, into the lives of those we encounter, to your glory and honor, in spirit and in truth. Amen.